step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm talking like nine times out of ten. No, I understand it, you know, and I think that's the, you know, the anti-Gronk theory. Well, Brandon is in serious trouble, and if I were him, I would... Run for the hills. You play by different rules. Yeah. Do you feel like the conference has turned that corner where it is a destination conference for a lot of college coaches? I don't know about the conference. UCF, to me, is a destination. That's what bothers me. Vacated wins from four years ago. There has to be a better way to penalize a college than that because it just seems so useless to me. Well, I think the entire NCAA is useless. Can't do it. So give me a peek behind the curtain. Vince McMahon on the day of WrestleMania. What is he like? More often than not, the Hazen to Barn by Sunday. You ever find yourself in your kitchen just making eggs and then spontaneously you just tear your shirt apart? Uh, I've been doing that to my new wife, Jennifer, lately. And now, without any further ado, your host, Brandon Kravitz. Welcome to the Kravitz Podcast this week, presented by Bolican's Beer Company, a local brewery producing handcrafted ales since 2015. They're located in Castleberry, right on the corner of 436 and Red Bug Lake Road. They've got a tap room open seven days a week, new beers and events weekly. I met these folks last week. They're a couple of the most passionate beer crafters, uh, if you can call them that. Um, that you can imagine. And they're not just in it for creating delicious beer and serving it to you and selling it to you. Uh, they're also in it for the education of it. So if you stop by Boegan's in Castleberry, you're not only going to drink great beer, you're going to hang out with really cool people and you're going to gr- get a great lesson as to what goes into making all the different beers, all the different flavors uh, that go into the hard work at Boegan's. They've got multiple award-winning beers, including their seven-layer milk stout. They just won a gold medal at the U.S. Beer Open for that beer, and it's probably their most popular. I had it myself last week. It tastes like dark iced coffee with a little bit of cocoa. Oh, my God, is it good. Go check them out on Facebook or on Instagram, and you can check them out online. It's boegans.com. That's B-O-W-I-G-E-N-S.com. So uh, let's see. This time of year, I'm pretty fired up about fantasy football, as you guys know. And we're only a couple of days away now from a lot of your drafts starting. I've got one on Monday night here in the iHeartMedia building in Maitland. I'm pumped up about. I've got the fourth overall pick in a 12-team PPR league, and so I'm pretty locked into who I'm going to draft in the first round. It's going to be one of four guys, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, or Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott would probably slot fourth for me just because it's PPR, and uh, he just doesn't catch as many passes as those other guys, but you can't go wrong with any one of them. I've done a lot of mock drafts to this point. I tinkered with the idea of taking Antonio Brown with the fourth overall pick because he's so rock solid. You know exactly what you're going to get from him every single year, over 100 catches, uh, possibly 1,500 yards and double-digit touchdowns. He's a lock for that, and that's 
incredibly valuable in any league, but especially in PPR. But I just don't like the running backs that are coming back to you in the second round. You know, I mean, if you're if you get Christian McCaffrey, I feel good at that point. He's probably the last among those elite running backs that I feel comfortable with as my number one guy in PPR. Um, but as far as, you know, a guy like Jarek McKinnon, especially now he's got that calf strain. The 49ers are going to leave him out for the remainder of the preseason. I don't feel comfortable rolling into my fantasy year with Jarek McKinnon as my number one running back. I don't feel comfortable if Devontae Freeman is my number one running back. He had a setback last year and um, probably an increased role from Tevin Coleman as they continue to split duties. You know, you've got a running back in Tevin Coleman that's worth taking in the sixth or seventh round. So Freeman, I like. I don't want him to be my number one running back. So I really want to get one of those top guys. There's a real clear-cut top 10 or 11 at running back, and there's an even more clear-cut top four, maybe a five if you want to throw Saquon Barkley in there just because rookies have done such a great job coming into the league, especially when they're drafted top 10, and Saquon Barkley is going to give – he's going to be given all the workload that he could possibly want. I'm not worried about Jonathan Stewart inside of that offense. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at probably taking one of those four running backs, and then when it gets back to me, the strategy I'd like to take on is I draft a wide receiver. You can still get an elite wide receiver coming back to you in the second round in a snake draft with that fourth pick. Um, and you're probably looking at a guy like a Mike Evans, maybe Devontae Adams. I'm okay with those guys as my number one, maybe a T.Y. Hilton. And then immediately on the swing, on that turn, when it comes back to you in the third round, grabbing another wide receiver, then I'm probably not drafting receiver for a few rounds. I may grab my tight end. I may get my quarterback if Deshaun Watson is out there, who I personally have as my number one guy, but I'm probably drafting and loading up on running backs after that. So, you know, a guy like Johnson, Bell, Elliott, Gurley in the first round, and then when it comes back in the second round, Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton, Devontae Adams. If I'm lucky, Michael Thomas, but he's probably not going to fall to that point. And then in the third round, you're looking at Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, that range of wide receiver, and I love getting Diggs in the third round. Ideally for me, that's how the draft is going to go, and you really want to uh, you really want to hit the ball out of the park when it comes to your first three picks. That sets you up for success in fantasy football. So I'm locked in on that. I still have a lot of draft prep there. I've got my dynasty draft coming up the following Sunday. So that's a week from this Sunday. Um, so doing a lot of prep in for that. And this is the exciting time of the year. As much as I love football season, this time of year towards the middle to end of August to me is as exciting and entertaining and, um, thought-provoking, if you will, a time of the year for me as any other. And you get geared up for, you know, in my line of work, football season, and especially now for me with my new role with the Orlando Magic, and that starts in October, on October 1st, actually, is their first preseason game. I'm going to be so busy that sitting back and being able to just read fantasy magazines and listen to fantasy podcasts and spew this jargon to you guys is um, is as, you know, this is as good as the year gets for me. Uh, leading up to the excitement of all of that. It's like it's like a party that you're excited to go to. Getting ready for that party sometimes is as exciting as the actual party itself just because of the built anticipation. Uh, anticipation. So I'm looking forward to all of that 
and uh, in the preseason games this weekend. Still have a lot to learn about these rookie running backs, a lot to learn about these rookie wide receivers who I'm getting more and more excited about. You know, th- it wasn't a highly touted wide receiver class, but when you really look at how these guys are performing early on, in the preseason, there's a lot to be excited about, whether it's Anthony Miller with the Bears or Michael Gallup, who caught a touchdown pass in week one from Dak Prescott. He could easily be the number one wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. That's something to be excited about. Christian Kirk, this was on a punt return, but or a kick uh, kickoff return. Uh, but you can see he flashed that athleticism. He may have a hard time with Larry Fitzgerald standing in his way. DJ Moore with the Carolina Panthers is unbelievable. I mean, the guy looks like, and Steve Smith said, they finally replaced me. He looks like Steve Smith on the football field. So that's something to be excited about as well. And uh, who else am I missing from the, oh, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley didn't really do anything in the preseason, but he was the first wide receiver taken and certainly a guy to keep your eye on. So the wide receivers, surprisingly, are guys that I think could make a big impact like they did back when Odell Beckham came out and uh, Jordan Matthews and was I think Mike Evans was in that draft and those guys that blew up year one. I think this was back in 2013. Uh, back when that happens. So keep an eye on that. Don't sleep on the rookie wide receivers this year. And uh, and those rookie running backs, Royce Freeman right now, right behind Saquon Barkley, really making a push to be the second running back off the board for you as far as rookie running backs go. Of course, Darius Geis falls off because of his injury. Rashad Penny's going to miss the rest of the preseason. And Chris Carson, the starting running back for the Seattle Seahawks, looks like a complete stud. So I think it's going to be hard for Penny, a guy who I happen to like, to find a role inside of that offense because I just don't see them filtering in running backs uh, a ton uh, like the Falcons would throughout the course of the game, especially because Rashad Penny and Chris Carson are bringing a very similar skill set to the table. So uh, then you've got Ronald Jones, who's who didn't look great. His yards per carry average, not good in game one. Same thing goes with Nick Chubb. And I think Carrion Johnson was the other guy, along with Royce Freeman, that upped his draft stock in week one of the preseason. So watching these guys, how they progress, it's only one week. I think it's – and I do this too. It's crazy to judge a player off of only one week of preseason after watching their entire college football career, as if their one preseason performance is more of an indication of what they're going to be than their entire body of work in college. So be careful of that. Be careful of that in week one. Be careful of that in week two. But you definitely get to learn more about where they slot in with their team on the depth chart and all of that. As the preseason progresses, weeks two and week three are the most important when it comes to watching NFL preseason, when it comes to fantasy analysis, especially for those rookie running backs and rookie wide receivers. All right, I've got something really special for you guys here. I'm going to air for you a conversation that I had with my great, dear, old, lost friend, Jerry Green, who's a legend in Orlando. Anybody that's been listening to sports talk radio or reading the Orlando Sentinel for years knows Jerry Green, is probably fond of Jerry Green. Uh, The guy was an inspiration to me. I think about him every single day. Um, He taught me above anybody else. It's pretty obvious to want to have fun in this business. Nobody did it like Jerry Green did. 
and he instilled that in me to always enjoy what it is you're doing. We're lucky to have this platform. Don't let criticism get to you. It's all part of the job. Jerry is an inspiration to me, and I love that man, and I miss him dearly. So this conversation is one. He loved fantasy football as much, if not more, than I did. He's the kind of guy that would wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning when waivers come out, and he would check to see if he got the guys that he put in claims for. That's how obsessed he was. So you could just imagine when him and I would get together to talk fantasy football, what those conversations sounded like. Well, we got to do that on the air a couple of years back. And so I'm going to air that for you guys right now. This is me and the legend, Jerry Green, talking about fantasy football. I love oysters. I'm going to have to check this place it's, out. It's so funny. I was about to say, I bet you're an oyster bar guy. Why would you say that? Do I? You, do just, you give up? Can you give off an oyster bar vibe? There's, yeah, you do. You, you do. Uh, there's, how? There's, there's, I, I need I, an I, answer I, to this. I don't know. I, I can just see you shucking right now. I mean, I don't shuck them. They shuck them for you. Don't you don't shuck them yourself? Right? You, you they don't... crack them open for you. Oh. I mean, I'm not. Well, I thought you were. I'm not a, little, a wild man. I thought you were a little more manly than that. Well, they do it for you. I thought you, you pay said, for it. Give me that oyster. And then you crack crack it in half. One hand. I break it with two. my teeth. Just one hand. Crack. I love them. Yeah, you put a little uh, little horseradish on it. Do you? A little bit of the cocktail sauce. Yeah. Maybe a dab of Tabasco. Ooh. Just a dab. You don't want to overdo dab. it. Just a little dab will do So you. good. On a good cracker. Mm. <laughs> Does Scott look like an oyster guy? Only good, no, no. I'm a fan of fish tacos, though. No, that's uh, looks kind of like snails. I think <laughs> like escargot. <laughs> escargot. Uh, all right. So before we get to notes and quotes, sure. Top five fantasy disappointments. Okay, start with number five. All right, number five for me is Rob Gronkowski. Uh, he has a touchdown. Uh, uh, I want to say in. Three of the four games, he's had one major disappointment, but he hasn't done anything. He has not been Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah, and if you have, if you took him, you probably took him in the second or third round. Especially image wise, he's he's one of the the biggest disappointments for sure because of his image. Yeah, and he just doesn't look good. For me, number five was uh, Jamal Charles. Jamal, really? Yeah. Even though he bounced back with a three touchdown performance. Yeah, but he's he's not back yet. No, see, yeah. you're going on a different route. I'm looking at like from from what I've seen, well, and he, also taking into account 20, what I'm going right to now see. under standard scoring. He's twenty, the twenty fourth yeah, running okay, back. Okay, but he's back twenty fourth. If not you were as to twenty fourth running back, if you were not. to redraft right now, he'd be a top three pick. No, he would not. Right now, going forward, no, not a prayer. Come on. All right, number four for me is Toby Gerhardt. I know what? he's like a middle of the road running back, but he's what? Yeah, he's completely droppable now. And this was a guy you dra- you could you thought you were going to get like an RB two kind of value for him. Well, shame on you if that's what you thought. Well, I didn't draft him. I didn't, I didn't even consider it. him as a disappointment. All right, fine. So he's just was, what to be expected. Yeah, I'm going to replace him with Vincent Jackson because you bring up a good point. Um, uh, he can't be a number disappointment. four for me. Strikes home, Brandon Marshall. Again, like what are you talking about? What he's am I had, talking he's about? had one bad game. He's 20th among wide receivers. He was supposed to be a first-round guy. Not You don't, you don't take a tw- the 20th receiver as a first-round guy. He'll be fine. Number no, three. Oh, 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 now you're projecting he will be fine. He'll you sound be like fine. a fantasy owner. He's great. Uh-huh. He's a great player. It's the yeah. same thing with – I, I, who's bet, your, who's I your third? know LaShawn McCoy. Move, who, LaShawn McCoy three? is on your list. I guarantee it. Who's number three? Okay, number three is Tom Brady. 
Uh, number three for me is Gronkowski. Okay. I mean, for similar reasons. So we agree. The Patriots to, we, offense. We just placement. Okay. okay. Who's, who's number two? Number two is Eddie Lacy, the guy me that too. the guy that started this list. We concur. All right. I also agree. I think number one for you is Lashawn McCoy. And to me, and number one is Brady. Oh wow, Brady! Because why is Brady number one? I mean, that's you were all. He's the twenty-six like round draft pick. He's the twenty-sixth quarterback right now in fantasy points. He trails guys such as uh, Cam Newton, Brian Hoyer, Gino. Where's Mike Vick Smith? And get this, EJ Manuel. Wow, who just by got a bent. lot. He doesn't even get to play football anymore, and he was a lot better at this point in fantasy points I just, than Tom Brady. I can't put someone number one who wasn't drafted in the first or second round because those are the guys that cripple your yeah. roster. No, when, Tom Brady is a twenty-six quarterback. There, there, there are New England fans that are on the ledge right now with with police officers saying. No, you don't want to do this. You don't want to just, just step back. My number one is so much better than yours. It's ridiculous. Who's your number one? Again? Adrian Peterson. How is he not number one? He's not even playing. And you don't I, know I, I when don't he's know coming if he back. Even, if he even counts. How does he before, not count? Before a draft. It, he was drafted in the, in the, probably in the top five of every draft, and you can't even use him. Mm. The biggest disappointment. Well, of course, take, because this woman takes on extra images when, when you're talking about Adrian Peterson. That's, That's a good point. Valid point. Yeah. So, all right. All right. I respect your top five. Yeah. I'm glad you kept me. I'm surprised you had Jamal Charles on there, but you don't have LaShawn McCoy. Explain that. Um, no, I can't. That's valid. You're, you're, I'm trying to say, I don't even know where he is. Because he hasn't had a monster game. At least Jamal Charles is, has been what you expected him to be once. LaShawn McCoy hasn't. Yeah, you're absolutely. He doesn't even look good in two games. You're absolutely all right. Uh, Jamal Charles was twenty is currently 24th. McCoy is currently 26th. He's two spots behind Charles. So you are absolutely right. You caught me on that. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.